welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Welcome on in, everybody, to another special edition of the Sports Buffoons. It is that time of year. NBA playing tournament is here. And it's going to be exciting because there's some matchups that probably shouldn't happen. So, and for, with us tonight, or today, I guess, I got Jason, JG, joining me. Because, of course, What's you up, can't yo? have NBA without him. What's up, yo? The buffoons are back up in the hizzle. That's right. That's right. So, just a rundown on how these play, this playing tournament works. Basically, you have two games in the conference. So, 7 and 8 versus and then a 9 and 10. And then game 3 is the game 2 winner versus the number 1 loser. And then that right. one goes on to be the 8 seed. Very confusing, but we're going to run through the scenarios so you guys can kind of follow along with us. That's right. So we got a few games to talk about. And this all starts tomorrow, by the way. Tomorrow night, by the way. It all kicks off. So let's run through the Eastern Conference here. So game one tomorrow night is the Cavs versus Nets. Eight versus seven. Should be an interesting game, Jason. Obviously, the Nets have a lot to prove. There's even talks of Ben Simmons maybe making an appearance. Obviously, he's not going to be that healthy or anything. Uh, I doubt he shows already for the playoffs. I figured they'll hold him out the rest of the year anyways. So, well, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, it's amazing that we actually have to talk about this game and make our predictions uh, because it's kind of like everybody knows who's going to win. The Nets are minus eight and a half right now. And I'm actually going to make this my easy money, the JG easy money bet of the week for any of you betters out there. It is Nets minus eight and a half. And I think the Nets are going to cover that eight and a half. And it's going to be a very easy game for them. Um, and let me tell you why. It's because the Nets have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. So don't worry about Ben Simmons. You know, they're trying to ramp him up either to get him into the first or the second round. But as far as this game is concerned, I mean, he's not going to play. And they, quite frankly, don't need him because they have Kevin Durant averaging 37 and 6. Kyrie Irving is averaging 27, four and six. And these guys are monsters, dude. I mean, they're, they're two of the best, in my opinion, they're two of the best five players in the league. So when you have that um, versus a Cavs team that, you know, they've got a lot of great young players. Unfortunately, they don't have Colin Sexton because he had a season ending injury this year, but you know, they've got some good young players. Darius Garland averaging 22 a game. Karis LeVert averages 17 a game. Evan Mobley uh, is possible, possibly winning the uh, Rookie of the Year award this year. He's averaging 15 and 8. Um, but then you, you look at a guy like Jarrett Allen. Uh, he's got a fractured finger 
most likely not going to play in this game. Not that they would have a chance anyway, but that that's why I'm making it my easy money bet is because if you're taking Jared Allen out of the equation, I mean, this, this game has 15, 20 point deficit written all over it. That's a huge key too, because he puts up a lot of boards for them. And if he's out, that that's just trouble. Yeah, it's a big problem. So, yeah, give me the Nets in this game to cover the eight and a half. And uh, honestly, guys, if you're going to bet on this game, do it now before that line starts to move. Gotcha. So game two coming into play on Wednesday. Hornets and Hawks are going at it. MJ's team is looking for a playoff berth here, at least something. So what, what do you got in your thoughts here? So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, last year, I didn't really care too much about the play-in game, although my team, the San Antonio Spurs, were in it. This year, it's kind of like I've got two dogs in the race. I've got the Spurs and I've got the Hornets because, as you guys know, I mean, I, I'm a big LaMelo Ball fan, and I've also I've always loved Terry, scary Terry Rozier, as they call him, ever since he came to the league, so... Uh, those are two of my favorite players in the league. And when I look at this game, you know, the Hawks are minus four and a half right now. This isn't necessarily a game that I would want to bet on, but I am going to take the dog in this game. And here's why. I'm going to start off with the Hawks. And so we all know that Ice Trey runs the show there in Atlanta, averaging 28 points per game and 10 assists. And he is a playmaker. Um, but when I look at the Hawks there, it's kind of like a one man show. And the reason I say it's a one man show is because I don't even know if John Collins is going to play in this game. He's got a sprained foot and a sprained finger. He has not played a game since March 11th. And I'm going to go ahead and assume that he's not going to play in this game. And if you don't have John Collins, uh, yeah, you got some guys that can put up a few points here and there in uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich and DeAndre Hunter. Those guys might be able to get you 12 or 13 points apiece. But this this game has upset written all over it. And, yeah, it, it's a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm making this prediction with my heart as well as my brain because I can put two and two together and see that, you know, the Hornets – They've got a three-headed snake in Miles Bridges, LaMelo Ball, and Scary Terry Rozier. And they average almost like the same thing. They're all averaging 20 points a game. So if you've got three guys that you can depend on to give you 20 points each per game, um, it's kind of an easy decision for me. Um, LaMelo Ball is averaging 27 20 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. So, I mean, he's not averaging a, a triple-double. He's not uh, a world beater, although I think he eventually will be in the next couple of years. But this, you know, I use the name Scary Terry Rozier for a reason. This team is scary, not in terms of making a run uh, deep into the playoffs, but in terms of, you know, potentially, you know, they're not going to beat the Nets. Everybody knows that. And we all know that the Nets are going to come out um, as the seventh seed. So I'll just go ahead and give you my prediction right now. 
the Nets will be the seventh seed coming out of this play in tournament. But I do have the Hornets not only beating the Hawks, but they will then have to play the loser of the Nets Cavs game, which as we all know, it's going to be the Cavs. I believe that the Hornets will win two games in this tournament and they will be your eighth seed in the Eastern conference. Now you can call that, hmm. you know, that, maybe that's just me talking as a fan, but I'm, I'm putting a few analytics into this as well. Now, as far as that Hawks Hornets game, don't expect any defense to be played. This could be a high scoring game. Neither one of those teams rank very high in defense. So, but I am going to take the Hornets um, to beat the Hawks and to move on and beat the, to be also beat the Cavs. What are your thoughts, Tanner? No, I I'm kind of with you there, especially if the Hornets are healthy and they're and the Cavs aren't. That's a huge thing. This boards is rebounds is all all the Cavs game. It's their second chance points, and that's what has got them this far. So yeah, yeah. I see that too. Friday's game could be a Hornets over Cavs and to get the eight seeds. Yeah, it just there. There's nobody that really scares me outside of Ice Tray, and it, I just yeah. listed off three Hornets players that all all three of them scare me. So for me, there's there's no reason. I mean, this this is a pretty solid bet. I mean, like I said, if I if I've got five hundred dollars, I'm going to put it all on that Nets game to cover for the Nets to cover. But um, if you want to do a little side bet on this game, I. This has upset written all over it. Go with the Hornets. Gotcha. So we got the Nets coming out as a seventh seed to face Boston. And then you got the Hornets coming out as the eighth seed to face the Heat. And that all starts Saturday. So the Eastern Conference could be pretty interesting, considering that we have the Nets as potential title winners to begin with, beginning the year. So. Uh, that'll be kind of interesting to see what happens. Now, the Western Conference, less impressive. Probably, was, this is what's wrong with the play-in tournament. Because you got guys that aren't even 500 in the play-in tournament, possibly making taking a playoff spot. So, there's issues with this play-in tournament. But we can do that on a Wednesday night show. So, first game, Clippers, Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are finally relevant again. With Anthony Edwards and Towns leading the charge here. Does the Timberwolves stand a chance against the Clippers? Uh, you know, the Clippers are 3-1 and one against Minnesota on the regular season. Um, and the first thing I look at in this matchup is just playoff experience. So we all know that the numbers that Paul George puts up, um, but – you know, you look at a guy like Reggie Jackson and a guy like Norman Powell, those are not household names. Um, but one thing those two guys do have, as well as Paul George, they all have playoff experience, significant experience. So Norman Powell, he was on the 2019 Raptors, won the championship. Reggie Jackson was actually on the 2012 NBA Finals, Oklahoma City Thunder. Um but these guys have uh, experience, uh, and I think that's their biggest advantage. Uh, you look at Minnesota, yeah, they've got probably the best player in the, in the game in Carl Anthony Towns, averaging 25 and 10. 
but I think the Clippers are a better team. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely going to take the uh, Clippers to win this game. Minnesota's favored by three because they're playing at home. So that that might be a solid bet for you guys that want to that want to bet this. I think the Clippers just have way too much experience, and um, you know it, uh, the other thing I'll point out about Reggie Jackson is that this guy he can explode uh, at any given moment. He actually he's had a forty point game in his career. He actually had a thirty two point game versus the Lakers just recently back on March the third against LeBron and Lakers. So if Reggie Jackson explodes, this game could get ugly in a hurry. Now, I, I love what Minnesota has to offer with the second-year player, Anthony Edwards. He's averaging 21 points a game. You know, D'Angelo Russell averaging 18 a game. You guys all know I love Pat Beverly because he's a dog mm-hmm. defensively. He will lock you down. Um, and that's why I, I do like Minnesota – to come out of the play-in tournament, but I don't think they're going to hold on to that seventh seed. I think they're going to drop down to the eight, and I do have the Clippers winning this game. All right. Second game for this conference here, your Spurs versus the New Orleans Pelicans without Zion. Uh, like, did the Pelicans – actually, can the Spurs upset the Pelicans and have a chance to get this eight seed? I, uh, as much as I want to say it, you know, I'm going to root hard for them. I just don't think that, that this is their time. The Pelicans are favored by five. And when I look at experience again, you know, DeJounte Murray is obviously a seasoned vet and he's having a career year. So he's averaging 21 points, eight rebounds, nine assists. So like DeJounte Murray is a monster, almost averaging a triple dead double this year on 46% field goal percentage. He is also the league leader in steals. He's averaging 2.0 steals per game. Um, But when I look at this game, it's kind of like, it reminds me of the Atlanta Hawks because they've got one guy who is out there dominating, but the the rest of the team just doesn't have much to offer. Uh, I mean, I love Keldon Johnson. He's averaging 17 points a game. Um, Jakob Pertl is a double-double machine. Uh, Devin Vassell has actually stepped up since the Spurs traded Derek White. So he started out the season averaging 12 points a game. Now he's averaging about 16 on 43% field goal percentage. But there's just too much experience on the other side. Uh, I do not think the Pelicans are going to need Zion uh, in this game. Uh, because it's all about Brandon Ingram. So he's averaging 23, 6, and 5 this year. CJ McCollum, if you talk about playoff experience, I mean, CJ McCollum's a big baller. Jonas Valanciunas, he is averaging 18 and 11 on the season. And I'll just throw out uh, a KU Jayhawk, Devontae Graham. He's averaging 12 points a game. So, yeah, I think, I think experience is going to win out here. It wouldn't shock me. I'm not going to be shocked if the Spurs win this game. Um, but, you know, the Pelicans are favored by five. Uh, I would not have them covering that five-point spread. Um, but I do think that the Pelicans will come out on top. And then I think that the Pelicans will lose 
in that next game. I think Minnesota will lose to the Clippers, but Minnesota will take care of business when they play the Pelicans in that second game. Gotcha. So, essentially, you have the Clippers facing the Grizz, or, yeah, the Grizz, and then you got the Timberwolves going to face the Suns. Yep. Interesting. Now, between all these playing teams, any of them got a real shot to go to the finals? Uh, oof, that's a great question. Um, that's a loaded question, actually. I mean, nobody take nobody takes any of these teams seriously, and we all know that. Um, in fact, you know, I I would say it's kind of fifty fifty. Uh, the word out there I get is that it's like if you poll people on the street, I think half of them take the, the Brooklyn Nets seriously and half of them don't. I personally do. I think if even if they get Ben Simmons back in like the second round, the thing about Ben Simmons is that he doesn't actually need a lot of ramp up time because he's going to be in there for defense. Whoever the best team's offensive player is, they're going to throw Ben Simmons out there to guard him. And so Ben Simmons, all he has to do is play defense and be a playmaker. He doesn't have to shoot on that team. And so I, I don't think if, if, if there are people out there that are worried about Ben Simmons getting his timing back, well, he doesn't have to get his timing back, dude, because he's not a shooter anyway. And he's not, they're not going to ask him to shoot, but, He's probably the best defensive player in the NBA, and that will be a threat if he actually does, if we see him play in the, the first and or the second round. Uh, the Nets are going to be a force to be reckoned with, and I could I could see them going to the finals, but, you know, the Bucks, the Bucks are the favorite right now to come out of the East, um, and I, I would like to see it. I mean, I would love to see the Nets somehow get revenge on the Bucks, but you know, I, I don't. What are your thoughts on that, Tanner? Because I I picked the Bucks to come out of the East at the beginning of the season, but I I do remember saying that I I, I put a caveat out there if the Nets were healthy, that I that I would pick the Nets. Well, obviously that's never happened, and Kyrie, you know, he showed up late to the party. So I I yeah I gotta make my pick right now. I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks to come out of the East, but the Nets are certainly a contender. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think the Nets would have had the chance if Ben Simmons was able to play, say, a month ago. But it's I think the big issue with him for the Nets is the conditioning aspect of it all, because that's what he was struggling with in a way, with the Philadelphia uh, before he got traded. So, and then he has lower back injury, didn't help. I don't know. Like, I, I don't anticipate the Nets doing anything. I agree with you on the Bucks. I also think there's a chance if you have enough momentum on that team and they stay healthy, I still think that he could take it to them this year. Just for the fact that they've been a crazy hot team on streaks. But they've also lost some games versus some great teams and not be able to handle that. So, I mean, Nets sure have a chance, but I don't think even with Ben Simmons in, 
it's going to be a conditioning aspect, and he's not going to be able to hold up his end of the bargain. Yeah, I, I just don't think the conditioning doesn't really matter that much when all you're asking him to do is play defense um, because uh, conditioning comes into play when you're like the number one, number two, or number three option in scoring. And I just think the, the biggest, the bigger factor for me is not his conditioning is as much as it is his back. So we don't yeah, know how exactly. serious how that back is. is. I mean, uh, but if it, if it's a serious tissue, he's not going to play anyway. And then the nets are just going to get bounced at some point. But I do think that the nets are the second best team in the East. In fact, I, I mean, I think they would beat Miami. I think it would be a close series, but I think the Nets are a better team than Miami. Um, but I, I do think if if it ends up, if somehow Miami and the Bucks end up in the East Finals, I think the Bucks will destroy them. But the reason why you're not hearing that out there is because the Bucks are a small market team. I mean, it's all about Giannis. I mean, he gets all the headlines and stuff, but the, the Bucks are a good team, but since they're a small market, like nobody really talks about them that much. <clears throat> Correct. And that's just how it is in the NBA. That's how it is in the MLB. That's how it is in the NFL. It's just the unfortunate the small, small market teams aren't praised. You know, you hear the hate against the Chiefs during the playoff session because we're a small market. So it's just how it's going to be, unfortunately. But that's why we love them winning. So – Real quick, I know we're going to talk about this on Wednesday, Tanner, but do you want to hit on uh, your MVP thoughts right now? Because I, I think that it, it's going to be a tight race between, from everything I'm hearing, it's going to be a super tight race between Jokic and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Really? Yeah. I thought Embiid solidifying the scoring title, staying healthy the last month, Two months, unlike his past history, and allowing the getting the 76ers to the playoffs, uh, even with you know James Harden struggles, I feel Embiid was the favorite. Yeah, and I think he was too. But the problem is, is when they actually faced the Bucks, uh, Giannis just had a monster game. So head to head. Uh, Giannis's team just destroyed Embiid's team in that game, and I think Embiid has fallen down to number three. And I, I just, it's hard to get a feel for it. Um, and my thing about Jokic would be that, you know, we haven't, I don't know that we've ever seen a six seeded team, team's best player, uh, getting the MVP. I know it happened with Russell Westbrook when he averaged a triple double, but. Um, anyway, that's something we're going to talk about on Wednesday, but uh, it's it's going to be a tight race, I think, to the end between Antetokounmpo and uh, the Joker. Yeah, and he was, I mean, Joker was uh, in the running last year. So the guy's been a, cons- a consistent basis, and he's gotten his team in the playoffs twice. So Yeah, I, I, I just – I just think if I had to bet on it right now, I would bet on Giannis because you have to keep, you have to take into account the fact that some of these writers that get votes, I do think they are going to hold the Joker accountable for that cheap shot um, on Markeith Morris uh, when he knocked him out, kind of you know in the back of the neck or whatever it was, and I 
you know how the writers are. I mean, they're just, you know, they like to hold people accountable for that kind of thing. And I, I think that's going to come back to bite Jokic. And that's why if I had to put my money on it right now, I'd go with Giannis to win the MVP. I can see Giannis too. But like you said, we'll discuss that more on Wednesday night as that will be one of our main topics. Awesome. Well, Jason, thanks for joining me on the play-in show as we gear up towards the real playoffs come Saturday. We might try to do something Saturday morning similar to this uh, and just kind of get maybe the weekend's prediction and try to touch base more on it throughout the playoffs. All right. And uh, thank you guys for joining. I hope you join us on Wednesday and go Spurs and go Hornets. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Check us out Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central. We are be on YouTube, Twitter, and of course, Facebook. So thank you, everybody. Go Spurs.